If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. MC, did you have the Dragons in your eight? No, no, I can't see them finishing no. above bottom four, to be fair. Yeah, the Knights, um, though. Well, what, what the about Knights up high? Didn't you? I got the Knights at eight. Yeah, see, I think, I think, I think you're, you've got a little issue there as well. People okay, well, see. Andrew, who do, you, who do you think will finish high? Not Newcastle or the Dragons? I have, I have the Dragons sixteenth and the Knights seventeenth. <laughs> so that's that's no, no, I'm not laughing about it. That's that. Like, I've had the lock in. That's I'm, our job. We've got to have our ten cents yep. worth. I have the Dragons sixteenth and the Knights seventeenth. Hmm. And Dolphins down there too. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the Dragons players, Junior Ramon, uh, seeking to get his no-fault stand down overturned. Uh, what what chances yeah. do you think? Interesting story by Adrian Pashenko today in the Herald. And he's seeking, Adrian's written that he's seeking an immediate reinstatement, claiming he should no longer be bound by the NRL's no-fault stand-down rule because um, of the way the case is now being prosecuted. So, prosecuted. So, it's changed. Um, it's now in a in a local Wollongong local court, and under the NRL's uh, no fault stand down rule, you you got to face an offence of you know 11 years or more uh, because of that that change in in court proceedings. Um, it's likely now that the maximum available will only be five years. So whether that uh, for the NRL to um, throw out the, the the no fault stand down policy, I'm I'm not sure. Well, I, well, I think, you know, I think that's a pretty compelling. But I think they have to. Yeah, yes, I, I think they'd have to too. If he can, if if that is part of the no no fault stand down policy, that you are facing eleven years in jail, um, I think that changes everything. I think Junior Ramon, I think they've got to let him play. There is discretionary powers there for, for the NRL as well, but that usually relates to the offences involving women and, and children as well. But it is open to. Um, Andrew Abdo to, to come in over the top and, and keep the play or they'll stand the play down regardless of the exact charges. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now to the Broncos. David Fafida. What, back in their sights now after they lost a couple of players, Flegler and uh, Herbie Farnworth? Yeah. Interesting one. It, it's been on the back burner, bubbling away for the last couple of, the, uh, of weeks, this story. And, you know, Brisbane were at first. Um, reluctant to, to confirm that they were in for him. But it looks like now that um, Flegler's gone, Herbie's gone, that they've got a little bit more salary cap space and um, they may be looking at, at getting David Fafita back. I just don't know if he's the players that the, the Broncos need. They're losing, you know, a middle in Flegler, outside back in, in, in Herbie. And, you know, their, their back row is pretty pretty locked in in, in Jordan Rickey and uh, Kurt Capewell and, um, so I'm just not sure. Would the, would the Broncos fans welcome back David Fafita with, with open arms? Well, what price? What what price? I suppose mm. is also important. No, you're not you're not you're not welcoming back with open arms at one million and plus. No chance. What the Titans are no. paying? No. No, um, no, no. What is he now, David Fafita? The, well, the welcome mat's been pulled away on a million. 
right. What is his market value now, do you think? Yeah, I, I said around seven. I, I think around seven. Yeah. You know, which is... Yeah. He's well, on I, 1, I, 1, I th- 1.2. Yeah, there's, there's, there's good back rowers that are on seven. So the, the, the best back rowers are seven, seven fifty. So, Fafita, unique talent, but uh, on what he did last year, you, you, unless he has a, a, a barnstorming season uh, this year... Yeah, I think you're right, MC. Now, at Canterbury, this is most intriguing, how Luke Thompson came to suffer the injury. We've, we've learned a bit of detail, and he's got this, this, Frank, you know, the foot injury more than likely out for the entire year at training. Tell us more, Michael. Yeah, well, there's some good news yesterday. He met, he met with the surgeon, and, and um, you know, he needs further uh, scans in the next couple of weeks but the first indications after meeting with the specialist is that he may not need surgery um, which means that he could be sidelined anywhere from two to three months which would which would allow him to, to come back um, at the back half of, of the year so that's the, the first bit of um, good news for Luke Thompson because there was severe fear that you know this was going to be a, a six month injury with surgery and and he's not only his Canterbury stint but potentially his, his NRL stint but more intriguing as well was the fact that uh, they're doing a little bit of pad work, or, or opposition, like uh, attacking work with with players holding pads. And the two people that were on a pad when he went down were Willie Mason and Mark O'Mealy. Ah. <laughs> right, and they wouldn't go. So soft. is it? Like, so I'm is it? It's, it's Michael. It's a Liz Frank injury, isn't it? It is. It is. But at the moment, they they need a little bit more clarity just when the injury settles down in terms of swelling and, and the like. But look. The initial results yesterday were positive, or more positive than they were um, the day before, where you know, you know, suggestions were that his season was over. Yeah. Mm. But I can imagine Liz with Frank Willie Mason, are... and Mark, yeah, yep, but Willie on. Mason and Mark O'Mealy on the pad, you can imagine part of the intention of them being there, Michael, is you know, hard edge, mm. toughen up, dogs of war, all of oh, that. Yeah. Is there any suggestion they went too far? Have they, have they, <laughs> have they smashed him too hard with the pads? I mean. Yeah, you know, Luke Thompson's a big no. boy and has been knocked off his feet. So, yeah, so, yeah no, so I don't Frank, think they've, they've done me wrong there. Yeah, list Frank injuries can happen a couple of ways. You can be you you can get trod on, and it can break those bones in the mid part of your foot, and and the ligaments come apart. Therefore, when you do need surgery, uh, it would be a full season. But list Frank injuries, um, I think they were. Uh, it was back in the Napoleon Wars, Vossi, that li- the doctors, and li- the doctor's name is Lis Frank. He's a French surgeon. They would get mm. their feet stuck in the stirrup of horses and bend forward. That snapped the bones in the middle part of their foot. So right. that can happen too. If you're running and your foot bends over frontwards, toes get stuck on the ground, foot goes over the front of the toes, that's another way to do a Lis Frank. You break the middle part of your feet. Right. You've come to the table. That is a look. You learn something every day. We have all learned something there from French history. Uh, Michael, tip for tonight. Brandy and I are holding back our tips until next hour, but you're entitled to come off the leash here. Parramatta, Melbourne. Thoughts? Melbourne for mine. I think it's a tough one. You look at both depleted sides, uh, particularly forward pack, but yeah, Melbourne for mine. Okay, and you can respond to this one. We've been talking about the number one golfer came on the open line and, and tipped the Dragons for the eight. Brisbane Eels come on and says, uh, Brandy, Michael, Vossi, does Hooker even think the Dragons can make the eight? <laughs> Savage. Well, he does. I've Savage. had a conversation with him about it, and he generally does. Yeah, okay. Um, 
this one, there's it's thank so God, many coming MC. In. Thank God, Hook yeah. thinks they can make the oh, eight. Cool. Otherwise, That's there would have been problems. And Stephen Dubbo, this is just a savage line, Mark. You can react to this one on behalf of the number one golfer. Steve says, "What kind of flog calls himself number one golfer? From now on, my new name is number one router." Uh, that's from Steve Dubbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a beautiful place. The uh, text oh, line here on uh, Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Have a good day and a good night, Michael. We'll follow all the stories on the Telegraph website. Thanks, Enjoy MC. the footy, fellas. See ya. Uh, uh, Daniel says, Dragons will be lucky to get eight points. Uh, in fact, that's from Donk of Canberra. And there you go. So it's all happening on the open line, 22 after seven. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.